Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. I'll be honest with you guys. Back when I drank alcohol, I used to lie to myself all of the time. And I consider myself an honest person. I don't lie to other people, but I would lie to myself every single damn day because I was drinking alcohol. And there's no way that you can drink alcohol without telling yourself lies. And today I'm going to break down the five lies that alcohol drinkers tell themselves again and again and again. So now let's get into the lies. The first lie that alcohol drinkers tell themselves, and I have told myself this before, is that I can stop drinking anytime I like. I can take it or leave it. Now, why do I say this is a lie? Because maybe right now you do believe this. Maybe you're at that point where you do believe you can take it or leave it. Well, the question is, is how many drinkers do you know that have said this statement and have actually left drinking? They've actually just never drank again. Because if you can take or leave something, you'd leave it. If you can take or leave something that is wrecking your health, that is damaging every cell of your body, if you're saying that you can take or leave this, why would you not leave it? And this isn't a reason to drink, right? This is a justification that people haven't. Listen, if that's you, I'm sorry. I don't want to make you feel like a bad person or something like that. But you've got to realize that it's a lie, right? People that say this cannot leave it. It's a justification for continuing to do it. And then when they actually say, do you know what? I am going to leave it now. That's when they realize they're trapped. But the problem is that it takes people 10 years of telling themselves this lie of continually drinking until they get to a point where they can't stop. I'll give you like one example. There was a friend that I grew up with and he used to say the same thing about smoking weed. He used to say it all the time, oh, you know, I'm just the guy that can take it or leave it. I don't care. Like I can still have a normal life and smoke. And we're now 30 years of age and that guy doesn't smoke a little bit now. He smokes every single day, all day. That was the same guy that was saying that he could take it or leave it. But you know what? The thing is, is back then he could, but the addiction took over. He kept doing it again and again and again and again again until that until that statement was completely false. And this is the thing is that when you believe you can take it or leave it, maybe that is true at the time, but it gives you the justification to continue doing it. So the question is, is could you really take it or leave it in the first place? And the answer is no, because when you're not addicted to something, you keep doing it until you are addicted to something. It's madness, right? The only thing that you should do is leave it. If that is you, I want you to try one thing. Stop drinking. Just stop. If you really can't take it or leave it, just stop. And then you'll realize that this is a lie. Which leads me to the second lie. The second lie is that people believe that they're a functioning alcoholic. Now, I'll be honest with you guys. I never thought that I was a functioning alcoholic. Although I have used that justification before. You know, maybe I didn't use the word alcoholic. I might have just said, you know, I can still hold a job together, blah, blah, blah. I would have used that, and at the time, maybe it was true until I didn't. But here's the thing with this statement. You're a functioning alcoholic. You can hold your job together, right? You can make money, you can look after your family and still drink. So, damn, what? Who cares? What a stupid reason to drink. I'm a functioning drinker. Like, if you can build the life that you've built for yourself whilst drinking alcohol, if you can have success in your life, you've got to ask yourself, how much are you leaving on the table? How much more money could you make? How much more impact could you have? How much of a better leader could you be for your family, for your colleagues? How much more could you do? Because if you think you're a functioning alcoholic, 
then you are probably the kind of person that will have the biggest gains from not drinking. Because if you can operate a great life living at 50-60% of efficiency and, and productivity, oh my days, you're the kind of person that when you remove alcohol, it's going to be like taking breaks off. It's going to be like going from first gear to sixth gear. You will be the kind of person that would get the most gains out of everybody from not drinking. So this idea of saying, yeah, well, I'm a functioning alcoholic, who gives a damn? It's the dumbest reason ever to keep drinking. And if anything, you should be the person that wants to stop the most because you will get the most gains. So if you're telling yourself this lie, I'm actually excited for you. Because I know for people like you, it's game over. You're going to dominate. Which leads me to the third lie. The third lie is that people think that they would not enjoy life without alcohol. And I promise you one thing, life does not get worse when you remove alcohol. The problem is, is that most people that drink alcohol when they're not drinking alcohol, they feel a level of being deprived. So they live with a constant feeling of, oh, I'm not drinking. If they go out to socialize to a restaurant and the person opposite them starts having a few drinks and they're not drinking, they immediately feel deprived. Do you think that if there was an individual that has never had a drop of alcohol in their life and they were to go out and meet an old friend and that old friend started drinking, they'd feel like they wanted to be part of it? Of course not, because they've never drank. The same way that if you went out with somebody that was taking some hardcore drugs that you never take, and they started taking it, you wouldn't look at them and think, oh, they're having a much better time. And this is the problem. Drinkers believe that life won't be better without alcohol. It'll be worse. And for most people, this is such a deep-rooted belief that it makes them afraid to remove alcohol from their life. Now, what you must do if this is the case is change your perception. You need to get to a place where you're excited to not drink instead of feeling scared to not drink. Now, I can help you do that in my program. And if you want more details on that, click the link in the description or watch one of the videos down below. But you need to get to a place where you know that alcohol adds no value to your life at all. If you get there, then stopping drinking is easy. It's effortless, it's enjoyable. But we don't have time to go too deep into things in this video, but just take my word for it. And in fact, if you go over to soberclear.com forward slash reviews, you will see dozens of people now who I've worked directly with who all say the same thing. Life isn't worse. It's a million times better. Now, the fourth lie is that drinkers say that they enjoy the taste of alcohol. Now, last night, I was actually having a conversation on WhatsApp with my friend. And my friend is a doctor. He's a medical doctor. And we were talking a bit about work and business and Eddie, he loves my business. He loves what I'm doing. And he said, Leon, I've got to make a confession. I'm actually drinking a glass of red wine right now. And because I know this guy on a, on a personal level, I decided to, to prod a little bit. And I said, all right, you're drinking a glass of red wine. And he's like, yeah, do you know what? I don't like any other alcohol. I just like red wine. He's like, I like the taste. I like red wine and, and it's all good. I said, listen, man, if you liked the taste of alcohol, you would drink 70% alcohol. If you truly like the taste of it, that's what you do. In fact, if alcohol was such a nice tasting thing, why don't they make alcohol flavored chewing gum? Because I think people would be sick, right? You'd, nobody likes the taste of alcohol. It's the most disgusting thing ever. I've tried it before. When I was at a house party in Florida, when I was at university, at USF in Tampa, I took the tiniest amount of diesel, which is, I think it's like 70%. I don't know. It's something that they pour in the punch to make it more strong. And my, my whole body was on fire for like 10 minutes afterwards, I was almost sick. It was, it just burned. It was like drinking fire. That is what alcohol is. And I said to my friend, I said, you don't like the taste of alcohol. You tolerate it to get the effect of the drug. And you know what? He, he agreed. He, he sat with it. And he was like, oh my days, you're right. And then he immediately changed the conversation, which is cool. Like he was one of those normal drinkers. Now, obviously he's nothing to envy. He's still doing something that's doing nothing for him. But the thing is, is that nobody likes the taste of alcohol. Think about the first time you tried alcohol, like a spirit or a wine or whatever. It tasted like wasn't nice. It was bad. And that's the thing. Nobody likes the taste of alcohol. Everybody 
tolerate it. Which leads me to the fifth and most damaging lie of all. The most damaging lie of all that drinkers tell themselves is that I can stop drinking alcohol on my own. And the thing is, is that I have spoken to people who have drank alcohol for 40 years, they've tried to stop 100 times, they get on a phone call, they ask for my help, and then at the end of the call they say, do you know what, Leon, actually, I think I could do this on my own. And I'm thinking, oh my word, you've spent 40 years trying to solve this problem, you finally found a solution, and now you're still telling me that you can do this on your own. And do you know what? There are a percentage of people that do do this on their own with no problems at all. They get no help and they stop. And that's fine. And maybe that issue. I'm not trying to tell you not to try. You should definitely try. But I want you to know one thing. There is no shame in asking for help. And I know that it's so hard to ask for help. It's hard to reach out. It's hard to book a call with somebody like myself. It's hard to call a therapist and say, do you know what? I don't know what I'm doing. It's hard to call a friend and say, I need help. And here's the thing. We think that we're being strong, powerful people by trying to do it on our own. We're proud. We're strong. We could do this alone. But really what you're doing there is you're allowing fear to dominate your life. The fear of asking for help. The fear of looking stupid or inferior, which is a ridiculous fear because it's actually strong people that ask for help. Now, I'm not saying you need to ask me personally for help, but don't be afraid to ask for help. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.